Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Friday, March 6th. 2020. I almost said 2019. I said 2019 in my head, Matt, and I didn't say it out loud. 2020 is the year. <laughs> it's a world-class save, Will. That's all it is. What else can be said other than just an all-American save on your end? It's March and I'm still struggling. Um, welcome to another episode of Locked on Spartans. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my feeling a range of emotions co-host, Matt Sheehan. That's fair. That's very yeah. fair. I'm excited for this weekend. It's going to be a very fun game. But, man, just even thinking about it, recording a senior night podcast, yeah. I, I'm yeah. in my feelings right now, Will. They got me all up in my feelings right now. I yeah. don't like this. This is uh, this is not comfortable. I, I, I like my MSU basketball without a side of just <laughs> overbearing sadness, um, emotion, and... Any other, I guess, emotion that blankets uh, sadness. It's going to be bittersweet, Will. And you're going to be at the Brez Sunday and then Mm -hmm. coming home and recording. Like, it is. We've got potential for an all-timer, folks. Um, I'm going to be a blubbering mess. It's going to be great. I'm going with a co-worker. uh, Great guy. Very friendly with each other. But still, at the end of the day, a professional relationship. And I will be man-sobbing next (laughs) to him. Does he know who you are? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Like, oh, what yeah. you're all about? Uh, I think he's really gonna find out what I'm all about on Sunday. I, okay. I think he thinks he knows, but I okay. don't <laughs> think he knows it goes this deep. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll be um, and a really, I think, a fun, sad range of emotions. Uh, really, a good show Sunday uh, after the game. What we're gonna do today? Um, we're gonna start the show previewing Michigan State, Ohio State. We do. Have a game for a Big Ten banner uh, coming up here Sunday. A really good team coming into the Breslin Center that Michigan State has not played all year. We're going to look at the uh, the numbers, tell you all about Ohio State, what they're good at, what they're maybe not so good at. Kind of the uh, traditional breakdown here in segment one. Segment two, Matt. That's going to be a long one. Yep. We are going to uh, say some nice things about the seniors on this team. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just going to... Air it out, how we feel, memories, things like that. Um, so that'll be a nice thing to do in front of Senior Day. And then in segment three, your voicemails. Um, what Matt and I have decided to do just because it, it works out logistically. And I think it'll be nice to just sort of bing, bang, boom in a row. We've got like eight voicemails uh, from listeners. And we're just going to play them. We're going to let the listeners take the entire third segment and just go back to back to back to back to back with all the voicemails of the uh, the kind words you guys sent in it's really obvious just from these handful of voicemails and you know we didn't even need the voicemails uh just to say how much the senior class means to Michigan State uh Spartans across the country the world um yeah it's a really impactful group so we're going to let the voicemails carry us uh through the final segment and i'm also going to say uh voicemail line 810-666-1031 810-666-1031 if you want to call in uh on sunday after the game and leave some thoughts you know this is something we can definitely do uh on monday's show as well and really throughout the process of however long the tournament run goes um that voicemail line's always open if you want to drop some parting thoughts for Cassius Winston, Kyle Arns, Connor George, of course, 
And, uh, you know, even we can probably throw Xavier Tillman in there. We'll see uh, about that. Um, so, yeah, that's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, are you ready to do this? I think I am. This is going to be a very exciting one. Yes. Okay. One teeny bit of news as it relates to Senior Day. Uh, Josh Langford is kind of, you know, we know the injury situation, and he had previously said he was going to be done at MSU, then he wasn't sure, then maybe coming back. And, and <clears throat> sort of latest update is he just isn't, he's non-committal, and that's perfectly understandable. So, you know, we'll save it uh, on Josh, I guess, because it's it's tough to know if he's going to come back or what the situation is there. So that is one thing that was kind of uh, making some headlines during the day on Thursday. Yeah, for sure. And also, a little uh, peep behind the curtain here. That gives us some off-season content to talk yes. about, too, as the season <laughs> wraps up. A little, little how the sausage is made action for you right there. Yes. We all need things to talk about. But let's jump into this Ohio State preview. Are you ready? Oh, boy, am I ever. I, okay. I'm very excited. I'm also... Well, this is not going to shock you. I'm a little scared right now. Uh, yes. I can get myself worked up over a Nebraska game. I can certainly get myself worked up over a Ohio State team that has won, <laughs> what, is it three in a row, four in a row? What, what is it? Four in a row. Um, four in a row. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this earlier in the season that no one has had a more fascinating year than Purdue. I'm sure I said my famous hyperbole of, oh, and there's not even a close second. Well, there's absolutely <laughs> a close second to who has the most fascinating basketball season, and it is none other than Ohio State. What were they ranked at at, at the height of the season? Were, weren't they like two? I think they were two. I was just going to say there was some chatter about uh, Minnesota or Michigan State being number one in the country and then falling out of the rankings. Like Ohio State went from two mm-hmm. and two weeks later gone from the national picture they were well they, they were an nit team. they were a legitimate yeah. bubble team at one point <laughs> they, they, they were 12 and 7 <laughs> 12 and 7 2 and 6 in the conference after starting 9 and 0 and murdering penn state at home by mm-hmm. 30 like they were a buzzsaw this was before uh we knew what was going on with north carolina correct they beat yes. them by 30 <laughs> or by 25 they beat villanova by 25 <laughs> <laughs> These are ridiculous friggin' scores. They beat Kentucky on a neutral court. Um, they were absolutely rolling. They lose on the road to Minnesota, but they're still up there. They're number one in Ken Palm uh, midway through December. Uh, actually, even by the end of, the de- of December, they got to number one uh, in Ken Palm. And then they train wrecked is the only way to say it. They went from 11-1. and yeah. one on December 21st by January 23rd. So a month and 2 days later they went from 11 and 1 to 12 and 7 uh, 1 and 6 over that stretch losses to West Virginia, Wisconsin, Maryland, Penn State, Minnesota. The only win Matt was Nebraska. Um some close losses for sure. They got their tails kicked in a couple times. They were an enigma wrapped inside a mystery that nobody could figure out. <laughs> Well said. Wow, that was Thank very you. eloquent. I, I love that one. <laughs> I think and now I here they it. are coming into uh, the old Breslin barn, uh, winning five of the last six games. That That mm-hmm. is a little uh, concerning. Why should I be concerned about Sunday, Will? I know that's maybe an obvious yeah. question, but why specifically well, should I be uh, uh, concerned here? They are 9-2 and two in their last 11. Oh, even um, better. Great. Yeah. Uh, a couple tough road losses to Wisconsin and Iowa. It's really hard to win at both those places, as everyone knows. Yep. 
Um, some impressive wins. Beat Maryland. Beat Michigan. Pretty good. Um, beat Purdue, who, you know, up and down Purdue, but they hammered Purdue, and we know Purdue can be a good team. Uh, got themselves right back into the thick of things. Uh, they are, Matt, mm-hmm. number eight in adjusted efficiency in the country. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Number eight, right one spot behind Michigan State, who is seventh. They are number eight, 15 on offense, 16 on defense. They are a really balanced team. They're not um, really terrible at anything. They, they're not great at forcing turnovers. They're not great at protecting the ball. Below average there, but they're above average pretty much everywhere else across the board. Um, and they got some guys, bud. They do, and they've got some gunners from behind the arc, which yes. I don't uh, really, yes. really appreciate That's- either. That's a good place to start. They're the 20th ranked team in three-point percentage in the country, 37.4%. Uh, Caleb Wesson, who we're going to talk more about, shooting 43% from three on the year as a 6'9", 270-pound center. Um, and it's uh, three attempts a game, so some volume there. Dwayne Washington, 39%. Andre Wesson, 42.6%, so basically 43%. Um uh, Justin Arns, we should mention, who doesn't play a ton, but when he gets in there, 41% three-point shooter. DJ Carton, 40% three-point shooter. Um, oh, excuse me. DJ Carton, I think, is hurt and done. That's yes. right. Yes. Yeah, DJ Carton went out. I'm just looking at raw numbers right now. I was like, wait a second. I think DJ Carton's not playing basketball at the moment. Um, That's going to hurt his yes. uh, efficiency on <laughs> He's yeah. not going to be much of a factor uh yeah they can shoot the absolute lights out matt i know and i i hate to really bring back horrible flashbacks right now on such a beautiful friday mm-hmm. but man you you rattle off caleb wesson's numbers you know six nine he could do some work in the paint obviously but can splash from down deep deshaun thomas i just have shades of that deshaun thomas performance uh at east lansing on the senior day back then but I, correct me if i'm wrong back then in 2013 i think that still ended with a big 10 championship Shared, um, albeit, but yeah, I think they, that was a they won one. still. Yeah, it was shared, which honestly, okay, tell me if I'm a bad fan. We can only do a quick segment on this. I honestly don't care if it's a shared or an outright title. Is is that weird of me? And I, I'm not just saying this just to come at terms with it all of a sudden. Like I, I feel like I've always felt like that. I, I don't know. I it's just don't lose sleep deal. one way or another. <laughs> You'd obviously rather win it outright, but it's oh, not, sure. It's I don't think it's that big of a deal to me. Right. Um especially like if it's a year where just like things go to crap and you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe we're freaking sharing this title. We had it wrapped up. Like what Maryland would be doing this year, I guess. Yeah, yeah. kind of. But even that, like this big 10, we've talked about it a million times. Mm-hmm. So good. Like, it's just like, yeah. there's not really a shame in, in going 14 and six in this conference. There were and 10 teams that could have won this thing this year. I mean, yes. to share with two other teams, like I'm, I'm sorry for not like sweating out what Wisconsin's going to do against Indiana on Saturday or mm-hmm. what Maryland's going to do against Michigan. Like a shared title. You know what? That banner is the same size as all the other ones that it's being sent up to the rafters. So yep. I, I, I just wanted to know if that was just absolutely strange to, to not really care if it's shared or outright. Anyway, sorry to derail us here. No, you're good. Um, Ohio State, really solid rebounding team on both ends of the floor. Not super like elite or anything, but top 60-ish. Uh, Caleb Wesson, uh, again, really good on the glass. Um, yeah. 
EJ uh, Liddell also good on the glass. So they got a couple guys. They got a couple guys that can really whatever it is. They have guys that can do it. They have a few shooters, a few mm-hmm. rebounders, a few guys that have uh, good assist numbers. Although like DJ Carton going out, like his assist rate was super high. But CJ Walker, his assist rate is twenty four. He's nationally ranked in that, which I know like whatever that number means, like. They've got playmakers. They've got good free throw shooters. They've got good three point shooters. They've got just good guys that can do everything across the board. And that's where you end up like, oh, it makes sense that they're pretty much good at everything. (laughs) Like, oh, it it makes sense. And that is, uh, yeah. But why? So why? Why should I uh, possibly feel good heading into Sunday's game? Sure. Yep. Um, So on their in their last two losses, both on the road. Um, Ohio State has won one, two, three conference road games this year. Uh, mm-hmm. One was against Northwestern. One was against Nebraska. Okay, we'll shave those two off the top. Okay. Yeah, so they beat Michigan on the road. That is their only like truly legitimately, hey, we beat a good Big Ten team on the road. Yeah. Uh, lost to Maryland, lost to Indiana, lost to Penn State, lost to Wisconsin, lost to Iowa on the road, lost to Minnesota on the road. So... Obviously not uh, as good of a road team. Their three-point shooting, as you would expect, st- uh, stumbles on the road. Uh, they shot 30% against Iowa on huge volume, 31 uh, against Wisconsin on huge volume, um, shot 35% uh, against Minnesota. I'm just clicking through these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, 34% against um Indiana so not like terrible but it's not 37% it's not top 20 shooting team it's more middle of the pack shooting team so you would think that that could kind of play into uh this one maybe they don't shoot the lights out maybe they're struggling a bit from three huh, if um, only uh, Michigan so, State had themselves a good three-point defense if only sorry. they had a top 10 nationally ranked three-point defense up their sleeve to pull out on Sunday hmm. yeah that's the thing um Ohio State is coming up uh, against a buzzsaw defensively. Um, Michigan State's number three in effective field goal percentage against, seventh in the country in three-point percentage against, eighth in two-point percentage against. Um, It's really hard to make shots against a Michigan State team. Now Michigan State is going to have to rebound because Ohio State is, like I said, a pretty good offensive rebounding team. Um but I, if you want to like look at one thing, it's like Michigan State is forcing a ton of misses right now. And Ohio State on the road, shooting takes a little bit of a dip. I think it's fair to say, like, hey, Ohio State might come in here and shoot the ball uh, 27 times from three and only hit nine of them. And that would be considered a win. And, and that's going to be a re- recipe for Michigan State winning this game. Yep, right on. Oh, sorry. Uh, do, you, do you want more from me on that one? I'm sorry. I, I thought yeah, we were up against like I, it. <laughs> but we are you, up against it. You wanted it. more analysis than right on? All right, sorry. I wanted. I was like, yeah, Matt will say something, and then I can take a drink and move us to a break. And I said, <laughs> Not so Matt fast, said, yep, right on. And as, as you stopped talking, the water. my mouth was full of water. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> You're just the worst. Let's pause here. Uh, we'll come back. And talk about these seniors for Michigan State. Oh, wait, wait. We forgot your favorite part, Matt. I know. I was going to start the next segment with it. Okay. We'll start the next segment right. with Matt's favorite part. Okay, Matt. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. I need it right now. Need it. <laughs> Ken Palm projects this as a 72-67 to 67 victory for Michigan State. 
a 65% chance of winning. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. That, that sounds about right. It's just nice hearing it out loud, though. You know, there's yeah. something nice about that. Well, hold on. Knock on wood there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now that that's out of the way. Senior day. Senior day. All right. Where do we want to start? Let's um, just start. Let's start with Connor George. Absolutely. Absolutely. And really, this is... Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, Connor. We can't spend as much time on Connor as we are about Cassius Winston or Kyle Andre. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. Connor George, yeah, his mom is uh, volleyball team coach at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. He still earned his way on that team. He was an incredible player, I believe, at Oakland High School is where mm-hmm. he came from. And... When he joins the team, he's been here for, I, I believe it's been four years. I don't think he ever took a red shirt, but I, I could be wrong on that. He did not. Four years. The excitement that Breslin Center gets when <laughs> the walk-ons enter the game, you bottle all that up. That is the excitement that Connor George seemingly brings to the bench for his team. Every single game for God, as far as even last year, I, I can go back and remember. And as a fellow bench man, former bench man myself, High school, not Division One athletics. Mm-hmm. That chemistry and that attitude, it, that that actually does go far with the team. You 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 hear about bench mob all the time in basketball, and oh look at those wacky walk-ons at the end of the bench. You need hype man like that. And not only was he a good hype man, brought a great attitude to the game, and just seemed like all around likable kid. Yeah, as far as walk-ons go. I would say pretty above average <laughs> for, yeah. for what you could expect out of the kids. So he, he had two games in his career where he played enough minutes to qualify for an offensive rating. Love it. In those two games, offensive rating, 122 and 120. Bang. Yep. Here's Lottery some, like, pick, baby. Let's his go. Off, his offensive rebounding percentage is 19.7. That would be one That's of the best rates in the country. Damn efficient. Defensive rebounding percentage. <laughs> Wow. 35.3 would be one of the best in the country. Connor causes havoc, baby. Let's go. He Let's is go. <laughs> a dynamic player. Um, yes. No, yeah, just like what you said. Um, seems like a good dude. See, try to find someone to say something bad about him. You won't. There's a reason everyone gets excited when he comes in the game. You see it. Uh, we saw it more in recent years. The younger guys usually kind of take that sort of. Um, excitement, whether it's Jack Hoiberg or Steven Izzo right now, but Connor George used to be the one when he came into the game, everyone was fired up, standing up on the bench, uh, hoping for him to shoot, yelling at him to shoot. Mm-hmm. And that is sort of where you can get an idea of what uh, a walk-on means to a team and how much work they put in and really don't get a ton of glory for. No, and um, last thing I'll say too about Connor yeah. is if MSU goes on like a 9-0 run and OSU is forced into a timeout or a big play happens... Watch who's the first player off the bench to greet whoever just lit up the court. It is uh, money goes on Connor George. That man's mm-hmm. forty time off the bench to the player that's heating <laughs> up. Who man? You talk about a hype man. I would love to have Connor George follow me around for a single day. Yes, God, that'd absolutely. be great. Um, let's move to Kyle Arns. Kyle Arnie, 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 Arnie. Um, you you kick us off here. Just for an sure, and warrior. And I'm sure there's no question about it. All of us have faced adversity in some form or another in our life. Connor George, if he ever faced it, it wasn't as public as the next three guys. Kyle Arns, Lankford, Winston. And so kicking it off with Arns, I mean, you talk about a guy that missed, I think, the better part of some around, I think it was 10 games last year. And a good chunk of those were because of, well, his body just does not want to cooperate with him sometimes. And he nope. was even shut down for a little bit this year, and you figure, like, yeah, okay, he's going to be like, it's like a whole Josh Langford thing. 
you know, he's going to be sidelined for a little bit here. Who knows if he'll ever come back because he has beaten the brakes off of his body. If you had a diagram looking at the human body and said, point me where Kyle Arnes has gotten injured, you would circle the whole <laughs> damn thing. You, There would be no point of, you know, yes. arrow here, pin here. No. He's laid it on the line, and he's just done incredible. I, I know he's, you know, old man Arnes or whatever the, the players call him on the team. But this year, he's been a very solid player. Yeah, he isn't the most durable guy, and I'm sure that's in the back of his head, but he still lays it on the court every single game, diving for balls, taking charges, playing lockdown defense. Not only that, he's been kind of a microwave this year, too. 40% yeah. three-point shooting. I, I mean, yeah. just everything. He's shown us grit. He showed us toughness. He showed us resilience and fighting back to get his body as well as it could possibly be for a major senior season. But not only that, damn good basketball player. Pretty good at actual basketball. So you take all the yes. anecdotal stuff away <laughs> on the court, kick and ball. It's yeah, there. It's He's, uh, it, it's it's tough that Kyle Arnes has to share this with Winston and Langford because man, it's tough to state how important he's been this year too. He's just ultimate glue guy, ultimate team guy, leader. Um, it must be if you're like feeling bad, someone on that team's like, oh, my knee kind of hurts or oh, I don't feel so good today. Mm-hmm. And then you look over at Kyle Arns, like it would just be embarrassing inside your own mind of like, yeah, I got no room to complain about anything physically at the moment. Right. Um, watching that dude, whether it's diving on the floor, taking charges, just doing all the stuff that mm-hmm. nobody likes to do and the things that sometimes get made fun of um, for, you know, gritty hustle, like Really white guy hustle yeah, plays, right? Yeah, let's call it what it is, yeah. Let's call it right. what it is. White guy hustle plays. Yeah. Um, but those things are super important to basketball. And there's a reason, like, when that dude hits the floor, his teammates jump up. Mm-hmm. Um, what Do you remember what game it was at last year? I think it was specifically where he just, like, I think it was Michigan. Um, was it the Big Ten tournament final game where he went well, down no, with a sprained ankle? Is it no, that not that one. There was a He's game got way he, too many of these games. That's yeah, the problem. He here. just like he like came in and like sprinted into the stands to save a ball or like something like that, whatever it was, and mm-hmm. flipped the game on its head completely by like doing something like that. And he's just like so consistent with that type of play. And the dude has literally just worked his way into the rotation at every point because it's just work. And he works and he works. Um, One thing I will always, always remember about Kyle Arns, A, the vertical before, it's probably still good now, but like before he really started getting hurt, like that dude had a better vertical than Miles Bridges. Mm -hmm. um, And people don't know that. And that's and a the, literal fact. That's not like joking that's a around. Literal that was fact. an actual fact. Yeah, yes. like Miles was like 39 and a half and Arns was like 41 or, or 40 and 41. Like a sick athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Florida game uh, last oh, year yeah. oh, where yeah. you... <laughs> uh, we don't have to bring this up, but yes. <laughs> Which if you were co-hosting the show with me then, it would be a different story. But you had promised a Kyle Arns tattoo if Michigan State won that game. Um, baseline hammer dunk to beat the shot clock um 
followed there was like a reverse layup uh, up and under it just nasty play by him and there was a moment there I was like is Kyle Lawrence a professional basketball player is he playing himself <laughs> like, in the lottery right now god yeah. I swear to you, I was like wait is Kyle Lawrence a pro <laughs> um, because it's just like he was shooting like 42% from 3 in the year and like making sick athletic plays and it was November and I was like okay yeah, <laughs> and then right. you know he got hurt a few more times the back started to go and it just and we know where it all ended up. Um, but, yeah, I will always remember that Florida win and just the insane plays he made in that game. And one other thing, and I'm sorry, I forgot to bring this up earlier, but also the story came out a few days ago, or a few weeks ago, rather, um, that halftime of the Nebraska game, ours yes. lit up the entire locker room. That's a yes. senior that has urgency, yep. shows it. And what's happened since halftime of that Nebraska <laughs> game? Hold on, if only I could find a nice database that. Oh, just scorched earth. That's what's been happening ever yeah, since. So it's just their best basketball of the year. That's eh, fine. You know, sometimes you need a senior to light a fire under you, and what better senior to do it? Kyle Arns. I, hey, I'll, I'll take it. Seems to be working out okay so far. All right, we got to do it. Langford or Winston? Who you? Who, who well, are you doing? We don't have time to do Langford, and like we talked about earlier, we just don't know. We'll do it when it's official. Yeah. We do it. We'll do it when it's official. Um, He's going to go through all the senior day yes. ceremony things, except kissing He's the Spartan during the, the game because that would blow his eligibility. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's all going to happen. But the the story is that came out today that Langford all options up in the air. So yeah. let's just hold on. Oh God, no Kleenex around. All right, <laughs> let's roll um, to Cassius. In all my years. Going to Michigan State, caring about Michigan State being uh, a Spartan. There hasn't been a better representative of this university than Cassius Winston. A hundred thousand million percent. And there have been some incredible ones. Mm -hmm. And that that goes without saying. Yeah. Of course. There's been model uh, citizens, incredible athletes across the board, you name it, whatever. Um, They're... I'll just say it again. There hasn't been a single better representative of Michigan State University in all my time around this program than Cassius Winston. Um, right. And if you take everything on the outside away, he's just like we've been saying, incredible leader, incredible ambassador. But let's just go ahead and add in because that's really part of his story. MSU, not necessarily painted in the best light. Uh, a few years ago, they did horrible things. How many of that was uh, Cassius Winston's fault, other than negative a thousand percent of them? Uh, <laughs> he stepped up and still was the face and got in front of everything when he really didn't have to and showed solidarity with all the survivors, all the victims of everything that did go on at MSU. He, he didn't was, have to do that. He didn't have he, to do that. No, he was the most mature, yes, reasonable. Yep. Smart, yep. kind, caring voice um, that had a platform at Michigan State. There were plenty of us uh, who don't have the platform that Cassius Winston has that were, try, you know, throwing our support behind the survivors, calling for justice, calling for all, you know, treating people responsibly with kindness, with respect. Yep. Um, but of the people that were publicly speaking, the people that truly represent the university and matter more that transcend, uh, he was far and away the shining light, and he was a sophomore, sophomore. in college, Matt. I know. That's his thing. It, it was incredible that he stu- stood up and did all that. The fact he did it so eloquently, though, 
and mm-hmm. compassionate. Like it, it was, he he checked every single box, and yeah, you would have thought he was the board of trustee member or the MSU president. Yes, um, it, it was incredible. And two years later, uh, yeah, we we all know what happened in the fall. No one, it's impossible to handle that. Okay, or anything like that. And we all live. I'm assuming you're, if you're listening, you're like us. You you live a pretty private life. Cassius Winston's life is anything but private, especially when that all goes down in the middle of your senior season where you're the number one team heading into the year as well. And you are the biggest reason you are the number one team. I can't imagine handling that with all that considered. Literally can't imagine it. Of course, there has been moments where Cassius hasn't been himself, but Stepping in front of Breslin Center to address the crowd, um, being open with the media when asked about it, and really just keeping his brother's memory alive, too. You see it on Instagram. You see it before the game. He does the handshake and everything. I, I can't believe he's held it together this well. And, of course, th- I bet there's been moments where he has not held it together, and there will be more moments like that, I'm sure. But, man, you talk about a guy who is just so likable and something so horrible happens to him, and he bounces back like he has and has shown who he is. It's it's heartbreaking, but, man, it's also amazing that he's been able to do everything he's done this season. Mm-hmm. Th- does that make sense? That, I yes. didn't string <laughs> those words correctly a lot. Yes. It's, it's, it's very tough to talk about it. It's very tough to say. But, man, he's been just absolutely incredible during everything that's happened in the last few months. Yes, he is. A warrior. Um, yeah. He's a Spartan. He's a Spartan dog. Yeah. Um, and, you, I mean, you said it well. And the, just the fact that he's been so good the last few games, flat, last few weeks on the court um, is absolutely incredible. And, like, let's not forget, Matt, mm-hmm. this is one of the best basketball players in the history of the program. Absolutely. You know, a, a program that is – uh, had some pretty good basketball players come through the doors. Yep. Um, one of the best basketball players in the history of the conference. Yep. The conference leader in assists, school obviously school leader in assists. Yep. Um, just an all-time winner. Took a team that we thought would be pretty solid and transcended that and turned them into a Final Four national championship contender by winning Big Ten Player of the Year, uh, making all the All-American teams, and just being one of the best players in the country and taking a step from being a really good player to an elite college basketball player. And there's been more ups and downs this season, but like the Iowa second half reminded us there's not a damn person in this conference who can just take a game like Cassius Winston can. Some guys can come close. They can... You know, there's certainly great players that can provide sparks and go on runs and do this, do that. But nobody in the conference, maybe even the country, like whatever, Marcus Howard is the other one, Miles Powell. But like yeah. Cassius Winston is the guy in this conference who just can, can completely dominate a game. And at six foot nothing, 180 pounds, slightly defined, not an out of this world athlete. Um, the kid is just a basketball savant, a genius, a gamer, and 
just so good in the biggest spots. Uh, and um, can I, if I could just piggyback off that, too. sure, go ahead. Because there is one instance that really sticks out. And it wasn't even from this season; it was from last season's game against Duke. Uh, five minutes to go, first half. Things aren't looking good. It's twenty-one to thirty. Mm-hmm. Embassy walks in the locker room up thirty-four to thirty. Thirteen-zero <laughs> run. Every point was either scored by Cassius or assisted by Cassius. Yeah. He looked at the Who's scoreboard he? down nine. He said, "F this. Everyone, hop in my back." We're going for a hike, and he brought the team back up for at halftime, and obviously changed the course of the game. <laughs> yeah, against three future top ten picks, and while being guarded by um, a- another first round pick in Trey Jones, who yep. will be a first round pick after this season. Yeah, totally outsized, outstrengthed, outathleted, mm-hmm. athleticism, whatever. All yep. those guys are better athletes than Cash. Um, and he, with Zion Williamson on the court, totally shifted a game and just bent the game, bent the entire court to his gravity, his pull, his force, and flipped it. And Michigan State obviously does not win that game without Cassius Winston dominating a five-minute stretch and then continuing to play great uh, throughout the rest of that game. Yeah, the dude is just, we can't say enough about him. And I remember being like, man... When Draymond on his senior night, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a special one. Oh, Tum Tum, that's gonna be a special one. Yeah, Matt Costello, Denzel Valentine, those are gonna be special. Um, this one is gonna be different. It's um, it's gonna make Tum Tums just seem like a one year walk on. Like, yes. it, it's gonna be. <laughs> I uh, crazy. I more than anything in the world want Michigan State to be up sixteen with thirty seconds left. Yes, absolutely. Um, so he can have that moment because like. The building is going to melt mm-hmm. from emotion, and it's going to be absolutely incredible. And I'm going to start sobbing at home, even though I'm hyper rational, um, non emotional, straight down the middle between a four and a five on the scale every single day kind of guy. Like, I will be a blubbering mess. Uh, if there's one player in MSU history that could break you, it's Cassius Winston. <laughs> it's Cassius, Cassius Winston. Winston. All right, let's pause here. When we get back, we will. Check in with you guys. I know it's a long episode, but it seems worthy of Justified, being a long Justified, I'd like to think, yeah. Um, we'll check in with listeners of the show and play some voicemails. All right, let's just jump right into it, Matt. Here are your voicemails. We're just going to rip through them. Voicemail, 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 and then Matt and I will reconvene, and we will uh, close out the show. What's going on, Lockdown Spartans crew? Good guy Rick here checking in to go over this uh, senior class. Big weekend we got coming up. Um, feels like just yesterday that you saw that Twitter picture post with uh, the five names on the back of the shirt. Winston, Langford, Bridges, Jackson in Ward, I think it was. Anyways, yeah, how time flies. Also got to give a special shout-out to Connor George. I think it was his sophomore year maybe technically or freshman year the year after davis and left for the pros marvin clark and javon best transferred that he had to play earning the scholarship so even a special uh special day for our president senior walk-on here uh kyle arms obviously spark plug over the last five years and then uh you know coming down to our boys Cass and uh josh Hope for the best in both of their careers going forward. Got to do what's best for them. Talking mainly about Josh there. And, uh, yeah, 
can't wait to root those guys on, no matter what level they're playing at the pros. Uh, so go green. Hey, it's Jamison Draper. Uh, I wanted to call about the seniors. This is probably my favorite senior class in MSU history, and my anecdote is that uh, a couple weeks ago I was expressing my love for Cassius Winston while watching the game, and I told my girlfriend and my mom that I would take a bullet for Cassius Winston, and they were very mad at me, but I have no regrets. I would take several bullets for Cassius Winston. Thanks, guys. I just want to say um, the seniors for this MSU basketball team have been the greatest I have seen in a long time. I really do believe that. I just Cassius Winston, there will never be another guy like him, just plain and simple. Um, Joshua Langford gave up his body, but he's still here helping his team make it to, you know, make an NCAA push. Uh, we got probably Xavier Tillman, who won't kiss the logo because he's not a senior, but I assume he's going to be gone. Everyone just, I just thank you for giving me so much fun, you know, watching them win. But I also want to give thanks to the most deserving in the business, Will Hunter, Matt Sheehan, Give yourself a round of applause. Good job, guys. Best in the business. Will and Matt, hey, my name is Jake Porter. I'm just calling to tell you guys great work on the show. Um, and also just calling in to give my uh, homage to Cassius Winston. Um, I was sitting around talking to, to with friends today, and we were talking about people who have left a bigger impact on Michigan State, um, a bigger impact than Cassius Winston, and really the only person that is in the same conversation. Um, in my opinion, would be Kirk Cousins. Um, but even with that, I think Cassius Winston leaves the biggest mark. He just did everything the right way. Was an absolute killer on the court, but the nicest dude you could ever imagine. Uh, really going to miss him. Really hoping that we can soak in some more games. Um, and just wanted to, to call in and give my uh, my appreciation to one, number five, Cassius Winston. Hope his number's retired. Uh, up in the rafters of Breslin one day. Uh, it'd be cool if it came along with a national title from this year. Uh, but even if that doesn't happen, I hope the dude gets recognized. I hope his, his jersey's up in the, the Raptors forever. All right, keep up the good work on the pod. Bye. Hi, Mom. Hey, Locked On crew. I just want to say uh, I'm a senior this year at MSU, and I've uh, been in a uh, Izzo member for all four years. Even though I'm, uh, I'm going on an internship right now, nothing's stopping me from driving three hours back to East Lansing watching senior night for uh, for Arns and Cassius. It's going to be a great game. Love both of them. Hey, Locked On. It's Stefan from Maryland. Uh, I just wanted to go and give a shout-out to the seniors. Arns, literally sacrificed every bit of your body for this team. We're going to miss you. Connor George, every time you're on the floor, great to see it. 48 total minutes and eight offensive boards. I mean, that's not too bad right there. Jeremy Langford, tough draw. Stay healthy. Um, good seeing you. See what life brings you, what happens. And then Winston, well, I mean, just go bring home this national championship and just raise that uh, retired number up right away. I mean, you've done so much for it. We're all going to miss this team. All right, Locked On. Take it easy. Bye. This is Rick Dunaway. Cassius Winston. You're the best. You're the best. Let's cut You're the worst. All right. Um, realistically, we don't deserve Cassius Winston. Uh, he's been such an awesome ambassador for this school um, in all aspects. And Xavier Tillman as well to see him kind of – well, wait, he's not even a senior, but I just imagine he's leaving. 
Love him too. Bye-bye. All right, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Locked On Spartans. Long one, felt deserved, Matt. Some good voicemails for sure. Uh, A lot of good things uh, to say about this group of seniors. And uh, you guys came through. Um, We'll be back Monday. Maybe. (laughs) If Matt survives. I like to think so. Yeah, that's that's the goal, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back Monday. We'll recap this senior day. Hopefully it's... um, a fun one. We get to celebrate another Big Ten title. Feel free to leave a voicemail, 810-666-1031. Call and leave a voicemail Sunday night if you are so inclined. And, yeah, we'll just sort of recap this, talk some more about uh, the senior, their final moments, the senior class, and then shift our focus to the Big Ten tournament, Matt. Absolutely. It is Ooh, The madness March. is here. The madness is here. There's no time to breathe. Um, so it's going to be a really fun week. Uh, and then after that, it starts. It all starts. I'm going to start breathing a little heavier on the podcast uh, <laughs> when that starts. Just for the heads up for everyone. It's going to be uh, really fun. And we, uh, I know you guys can't wait for it. We can't wait for it. It's going to be a really exciting March and hopefully a, a long run into April. But that's going to do it for us. Remind you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast map. Take us into the weekend. Shout out Connor George. Shout out Arnie. Shout out Winston. Maybe shout out Langford. Let's go, baby. Let's get another title. Let's get another title.